Welcome to Shay's Heart to Heart Podcast. This is a place where you will get an experience, not just advice. There's so many podcasters out there right now that's giving advice. But you have a story. We all have a story to tell. And whatever your story is, I hope that this is the podcast for you. This podcast will bring to light those things that's in the dark about God, about relationships, about yourself. And I really do hope that this podcast brings us to a place to want to live a higher, more conscious, more God-like life. I'm a family woman. I have been separated, divorced, and I have some life experiences. And I simply speak from my own experiences and from the experiences of others. I hope that this podcast enlightens and be a light in the darkness. Welcome to Shay's Heart to Heart. I tell him, tell him, tell him, so perplexed with just one breath I'm acting. Oh, damn, oh, damn, oh, damn, I'm so perplexed on that, it's almost shocking. I know, I know, you know, you're scared, your heart, your mind, your soul, your body. Yeah. They won't, they won't, they won't be careful, but I guess that you don't know me. Cause if I want you, and I want you, babe, you're going backwards. Won't mess with space. The space was just a word made up by someone who's afraid to get to. Greetings, Shay's Heart fam. How are you doing today? I hope that you woke up on the right side of the bed. If you didn't shake it off, go go put some hot water on your face and go brush them teethers. Today is a beautiful day. Let's enjoy this day. Today, I want to remind all of us that we deserve divine, healthy connections. No one wants to stay stuck in a loop of unhealthy, toxic relationships or connections of people that's emotionally unavailable. It is time to link up with those people who love you for you, who makes you want to be who you are and not the fake you. But let's just, let's forge healthy connections. And if someone is not healthy for you, leave them the hell alone. All right, that's the shade verse for today. But today I am going to be speaking about space and the power of space in in a relationship. As a mama bear, I tend to be overprotective. I I don't like, I hate someone else watching my, my daughters. However, at the same time, I need a little space. And I've noticed if, if we're in, since we live in close quarters, and we live together, a lot of times 
we'll get more frustrated. My daughters, they fight. They live in, they, they have the same room right now. So they tend to fight more. But I've noticed that if they actually go to summer camp over there in a, a separate classes or something, they come back more peaceful or more clear-headed. They, they, they don't argue as much because guess what? Closeness sometimes creates frustration. I'm not saying don't be connected. Don't, don't, don't spend time with anybody. I'm saying if you live at the house with someone or you're in a relationship with someone or any of any sort, you have some type of tight connection, a level, it's a certain level of connectedness or closeness. I'm not, I'm not going to say, uh, I'm not going to say connectedness because connectedness is different than closeness. Connectedness is you being connected to them. You've been, you having some type of connection with them, some type of intimacy with them. But the closeness part is how much time y'all spend together. The things you do on a personal level. So when it comes down to closeness versus space, it looks different for some people. Some people like their freedom and they consider freedom not being around you. And I know that's sad and it's true, but I mean, but it is what it is. When it comes down to space, everybody have a different idea. When people are used to be gone for days and days, not talking to you, not telling you their whereabouts and things like that, they, they, they're free agents. And a lot of times, you know, and I, and I found this to be true in a lot of my, my, my relationships with men, that they like their space. And you know what? Throughout the years, I've learned to like my own space. I used to be so connected to, I, I, I won't say connected, because the words are not interchangeable, the meanings. But I used to I want to be in a, be in a headspace to always be just this close to somebody. But I found that to be an issue at times when I'm going through things. Because when I'm going through things, when, when I'm going through things, it, uh, it the space allows me to health, in a healthy way vent my emotions without bleeding on somebody. Even though we're going to bleed on people, but sometimes when you're going through things and then you're in close quarters with somebody, you're living with somebody, or you you always seeing them every day, you know what I mean? I'm not saying not to vent to them, not to talk to them. I'm saying is if, if, if whatever you're going through gets so intense, yeah, y'all can pray, y'all can work through it, but some things you have to work through with just God and you. Because even in relationships, God will call you to be isolated for a certain period of time because God wants you to, to himself. And God is the only man, I don't say man, but God is the only person uh, that can actually help you through that thing, not your partner, not your children, not anyone else. So that's that's the importance of space. That's why it's, it's very important to have to, to, to meditate. That's why it's so important to pray. That's why it's so important to that's why it's so important to that's why so, that's why it's so important to be in a headspace to literally open yourself up to the opportunity just for allowance for God to speak to you when it comes to 
God isolating us. That looks differently for everyone. And when it comes down to God just dealing with us, with us, with our ish, with our stuff, it's a lot. It's a lot to unpack sometimes. And our partners, they they are not our counselors. Some not now some may have went to school for these things and may have this knowledge. Then yeah, then then they can help you. If they if, if they are in their in their head capacity, I take that back. But if someone don't have that knowledge or God hasn't given their, God hasn't given them that wisdom, then a great deal of time they may end up just trying to be there for you the best way they could, but it may not suffice. So what am I saying? I'm saying have a conversation with your partner, your child. Like what is comfortable for you? What level of space do you need to be who you are? You know, my oldest daughter, she is so amazing, y'all. I have a clingy daughter and I have a daughter who likes her space. I don't care what it is. She likes her space. She can sit and be alone by her own, this aloneness for quite some time. She don't like, she don't want cuddles every day. She don't, she's like, I'm good. All I need is my book, my Roblox. All, that's all I need. That's all I need. And let me, let me just play with these blocks. I'm good. My other daughter, she's different. And it's like when we learn when we learn our partners, our children, or our loved ones' love language, what 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 makes them happy? Give giving them that thing that they want, they would give us what we want, and we will always get what we want and need from our partner if we give them the space to be who they are. And sometimes they can't be themselves around us. Sometimes they need that private space to be with them. Another aspect of space is trust. One thing I'm learning as my daughters are getting older, they are. In it. 20 years is that it's very important to trust those around you and those that you say you love me trusting them me giving them the opportunity to be by themselves and to do what they know is right that's an important aspect of space and I think because we don't trust people we're afraid to give them space we're afraid to give them that allowance to be and the thing about Trust. Trust is it's like an act of faith. It's like Peter walking in the water. He failed, but Jesus got Jesus didn't make up. And that's where we have these conversations about trust. Some of us have been abused mentally, physically, spiritually. And because we've been abused and things have happened, our trust is now tainted. So when it comes down to us trusting those our loved ones, we don't trust nobody. We don't trust anybody but ourselves. And that's that's one of the main issues in relationships. See, you have to trust someone to give them space. If your man don't don't your man or woman don't answer the phone, you know, it's your first thought they're cheating or something going on. What's your first thought? Or your child don't 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 answer hello uh, right away. You think they're they're doing something bad? It's trust, and we have to work on that trust issue. We have to work on the thing called trust in our relationships. Why? 
Because trust opens doors for more beautiful experiences. We are here to experience the people in our lives, not control them. Not tell them what to do. Let's just experience them, see what they like. And I'm learning that as a parent. I am truly convinced that parents aren't meant to teach their children. Children are meant to teach their parents. Because they they teach us how to be youthful, how to be fun, how to do what we love, how to laugh, how to smile. Since being a mother, I can say that I've grown closer to God and even my life is better. Even though I have frustrating moments with them. But still, I mean, I find myself learning lessons that I never, I've never learned in a relationship. Because it's like they teach us to enjoy life. Children see life in a different way. They see trust in a different way. So as parents, we need to trust our children to become who they are without trying to, without restricting them to who we want them to be. And I think that's the major thing with me. Like I'm learning to detach from who I want them to be, how I want, how I want them to be. Despite what I'm teaching them, like they may want, they may want to do something different. And if they do want to do something different, am I open to that? Am I going to usher in that energy? Okay. That open energy. Okay. Let's, let's see if this thing works. If, if it's something to, if, if it's something that maybe is is too dangerous to try at this moment, we'll we'll, we'll just go back at that, you know. Or we'll try to find a medium place. I speak with my daughters a lot, and I hope that I put them in a space where they can openly openly express themselves, where they're not suppressing themselves. Where I don't think, well, if I if I say or do this, then mom don't get mad at me. No, I want I want you to I want you to have this open relationship with me, and I think by my mother my mother mothers dying when I was younger it now allows me to be more open as a mother I'm like this is why I would, this is why I want my mother this is what this is why I would have loved my mother to do this is why I would love my mother to do right now so it's like I'm in a headspace like I am doing this for them and I think through loss we become better than the former but the thing about connection it's like our brain that the hemispheres and the different parts of our brains, they connect some type of way. How is it? How is it that our nerve system and everything just connects? It's, it's, it's like this beautiful system. So the last point of space, of creating healthy space, is creating a healthy space to do things together. Because, see, space does not necessarily mean you doing it by you, by yourself. You could be doing something with them. If it's something y'all all like, just like, hey, let's say painting, drawing, maybe going for a walk, eating healthy, cooking together, creating space to do things together. That's going to, uh, that's going to shift the atmosphere in your home or your relationships. Because when you do things together out in public, in the house, when you clean up together, when you do things together, you create this closeness that's unmatchable. Nothing, nobody, or anything can come in between that connection. But the moment that it's too much space, alone time, or it's, it's too much space uh, on an individual level, that creates that, that creates spaces within your relationship for the enemy to come in. 
temptations and that's where cheating and all this other stuff comes in because you're spending too much time away. That's why you have to make sure you're spending as much time in forging these connections so that when things happen, you're already tight like that. If you're not tight like that and something happens, most likely it will be a big disagreement because you're not connected. You're not, you don't spend time together. And I think that's a big issue because people that want freedom, they think their freedom is taken away because it's with somebody else or them doing something somebody else wants to do. But no, it's like your freedom is redefined. It's a, it's like as we get older, you know, our idea of fun changes, you know, or our idea of foods we like change. Our favorite colors change. And as as people, even as, as a couple or a parent, you evolve as a person. So freedom looks different. It's not just you going out to a bar and having fun with your buddies or your homegirls. It evolves from that to, hey, we're watching our favorite Netflix show together. You know what I mean? And a relationship would naturally take off. But if a relationship is struggling uh, or if a relationship is struggling in an area where one person likes their freedom and the other person is clingy, that's going to be a, a disconnect there. Because if one person has an attachment style of anxious, preoccupied, that person may or may not feel Connected with that person if that person always is away. If you're dealing with a dismissive, emotionally dismissive person, and they they always away from you, you're not going to feel connected to them because their presence it it, it, it forges the connection with you. It doesn't matter how much time you talk on the phone and text; it's their presence that that you count as their time with you. And I think that's why it's so important to have these conversations. And I think some guys don't even, some guys don't understand if y'all work a lot. That's the reason why women are saying we need alone time. Because you're putting all that time into work and everything else. And you're saying, okay, I'm doing this for the family. Well, do that for the family. Because like you putting in work and all, that's great. Y'all good, bills are paid. That's great. Financially sound. But if you're not spending enough time with her, like she the queen of the house, she the, she's the one that sets the atmosphere. She's the one that sets the emotional atmosphere. She opens doors that you can't even see. God uses that woman to, 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 she's a spiritual protection for the house. You are the cover for that. You are the covering. And, it's just like cooking, like cooking, cooking with a pot with no, with no top. Did you know that cooking with a top actually make your food cook faster? But without a top, that food just going to, you know, be a certain way. So it's very important to spend time with your woman. Find out what she likes. Even things you're not interested in. Even if it's going to Target. Whatever it may be, it's very important to forge that, fellas. And you're going to see another woman come out. Because she's like, oh, he's been tired of me. You know, she can, get, she can wear that sexy dress. She would give you all the things you want and desire. Spend time with her. Now, if you're dealing, and now if you're financially going through, I can understand you spending more time at work and all that, but you still have to find a healthy balance between work and home. 
Some guys struggle with that. They don't know how to do that. They don't know how to, because they're too tired. They don't know how to spend time. That's not even, they don't, not, they don't, know, they don't know how to sit and do what they need to do. And some guys, because you're struggling financially, you don't feel as if you should be doing that, but that's part of it. I understand that men are supposed to be that, or whoever, whoever is the breadwinner, both of y'all are breadwinner. You have to find that balance because you're our coverings, men. We need coverings. But if our coverings are always tired or overworked, overstressed, and not, not with us, we're going to find another covering, replacement. Not no man, another man are cheating, but we want to find other things to do that. And then when we exclude y'all from men not covering and we begin to be our own coverings, that's where the issues start. So space is a beautiful thing. The space between the sound is music. What type of music are you? Uh, what type of music is in your relationship right now? Is it loud? Is it? Is it not good? Is it harmonious? Is it too much space? Is it not space? Enough space? What is it? One of one of one of the ways, one of the things to do, is to look up attachment styles. And once you look up attachment styles, you can actually understand yourself better and the other person, and uh, and work on healing that attachment style to and, and until it become a security style. So today, just I challenge everyone that's listening to this. Let's take time. Well, let's take space. The proper space to be, to enjoy those people around us, and to be our best selves. What areas do you struggle? Are you spending too much time in other places that's not filling up your cup? Like where, like where are you space-wise? But I hope that this podcast, hope this podcast or this segment challenge you to be the best you you can be, so that we can have better relationships with God. Are you are you spending enough? Time? Are you are you creating enough space for God? Are you are you praying enough? Are you meditating enough? Are you connecting with self enough? See, it's all about balance between light and the dark. But. But I hope that everything was said to encourage, to strengthen, and maybe make us think about some things. But thank you for listening to this podcast. And always repeat, after your girl, after the heart flows the issues of life. Out of the heart flows the issues of life. Chase Hart. Love you. Until next time. <laughs>